Hello everyone, this is Gilbert Jalad. I'm talking to you here from Private Corporate Council sponsoring Tufts on Tax, where all your tax issues and tax questions are answered right here with Mr. T. Scott Tufts, as we always do. Now you can call him at 877-647-7887. Again, that number is 877-647-7887. Or you can email him at stufts at cplspa.com. Again, that's stufts at cplspa.com. And also you can uh, email him at stufts at pcc.law. Hello, Scott. How are you? Good to be with you. Good to be with you, too. And today, today, excuse me, uh, today we have a hot topic, which everybody's talking about now, and it's getting attention, which is cryptocurrency and digital assets. So what can we say about this today? Yeah, so we're at tax time, and we're coming up on April 15th and the time to file. There's, yep. a, there's a question on the uh, tax form mm-hmm. that will ask, um, Are you have you engaged in any um, transactions involving virtual currency, which would include, um, um, you know, this cryptocurrency yeah. and NFTs and whatnot. And so the question is, okay, so um, crypto is something that we've talked about before. Yes, you mentioned um, that uh, about and, the form and what to yeah, put on yeah, the form. And yeah. so what we've got now is this kind of idea of what what's happening out there and what people may be confused about is and I've used the analogy of getting onto a highway, and then you're 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 in cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and you don't exit the highway. Therefore, the theory is that that should not be taxed, because it's it's kind of in a self-contained world, mm-hmm. and therefore, until you exit, you would not have gains or losses to report. Understood. Mm-hmm. So if I go into the virtual currency with you know a thousand dollars. And I exit the currency, the virtual currency highway uh, with $5,000, I would have a $4,000 gain. Mm-hmm. It would be long-term capital gain if it was held for a year or more. Less than that, it would be short-term capital gain. So far, so good? Yeah. Now, what happens, though, is that inside virtual currency, there are different types. You know, you have Bitcoin, Ethereum, and different types. So what, what people don't know or probably don't know is that if you go from one account to the other, exiting the actual type of account then you've also got to look at that issue of whether you've had a gain or loss okay that's what you know i've you've heard me in the past referred to as a hard fork okay correct yes now the other issue for folks is that if you're involved and and so the highway part of it is called hodling i guess i'm not sure if i know that term but i believe they call it hodling but it's the idea that that nothing has happened in on the highway where you've exited an account, okay? Mm. Meaning that it's you're still in the performance of going up and down, no different than holding a stock. Got it? Oh, wow. So that's different. That is a different ball game than, that is a different ball game than um, looking at staking or lending, selling or mining, okay? So these are terms of art that the, the our audience will know in that environment of, you know, are you staking, lending, selling, or mining, or are you just hodling? And have you had a hard fork occur? Um, soft forks are within an account, and that doesn't—that's not taxable. Can we remind the audience uh, about the hard fork? And yeah, so hard fork. fork again is what I'm talking about, going from Ethereum to Bitcoin or whatever the the type of account. Correct. You're going from one to the other, where you can mm-hmm. have a traceable performance 
that is capturing a gain or loss based on how long you held it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to use Schedule D Form 8949 and kind of track those assets. You should be doing that anyway. The ledgers do it obviously for you. Uh, so you can do that. And as I understand it, some of those services are very helpful on that. So, um, you know, that's kind of what we what we look at. So as we come up on tax time, you're going to want to watch the performance of your virtual currency. Be prepared to answer yes and uh, go from there. Obviously, the cons the greatest concern is if it says yes or no and you have engaged in virtual currency. Um, that's a real no, no, because you answer no and you did. Mm -hmm. then you've got a problem and it can be a very serious problem can even be potentially criminal because if you know you've been engaged in it but you don't disclose that on your mm. tax form oh, wow. that could be a problem so you could go to jail for that yes but yes not yes. not be fined um well it could or be both, both. it could oh, be wow. both and and we know that because from um the experience with um foreign bank accounts the same question came up we've talked about that you have a yes no box on foreign accounts if you have signature authority on a foreign account you have to report that as a yes no and people have gotten in trouble on that mm -hmm. now what's all coming together in the big picture is fincen which is the financial crimes network is gathering in the data on the foreign accounts and now they're going to gather in the data on the on the um uh, corporate transparency act the beneficial operating reports we've talked about the um be uh, beneficial excuse me ownership reports they're called <coughs> boi those are coming January 1, 2024. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, there's just, again, a heightened amount of data gathering that we've talked about. So one of our big um, messages out there for our audience is uh, the IRS is in a very active mode of gathering in more and more data off these tax forms. And yet at the same time, I would argue the tax forms are becoming more and more electronic and hit a button. Yeah. That's true. So isn't it a, it's a little bit of a catch, right? If there's 50 questions on there, but you get your taxes done in a few minutes. How did mm. you answer all those questions? Yeah, that is and a good question. So I think our audience needs to kind of slow down when it comes to taxes and be very careful. I think that's the biggest takeaway right now is yes. go very slow, especially with your crypto. Make sure you don't have the hard fork. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're not engaged in mining. Uh, the, the idea is that if you're in business uh, and this is what you're doing, uh, you then have all kinds of issues there. Are you in business like anyone else mm -hmm. where you would have a Schedule C and maybe self-employment tax? So you've got that issue on top of that. So people, be, they have to be careful. If they don't know something, either have the person, have a person or a CPA, um, take care of their taxes exactly uh, accountant and and if they're not sure about that they have some doubt about other things have a tax lawyer exactly. look over this well the tax lawyer would be important for the relationship uh you were pointing out that uh the report on chip mixer which was the company that uh or the you know that the the, the um investigation was done of and, and yeah crypto. recently on the news so yeah. so you know that gets into a whole different issue which which would be a lawyer like myself coming in which is are you in something that has questionable underpinnings that might be involved in nefarious activities? You don't want to be in there either. One, you could lose your your crypto investment in toto, but also just being involved in that if in any kind of way, you, you're going to want to get uh, lawyered up, as I say. Can we give a brief about that uh, thing that happened on the news? Yeah, so crypto was 
uh, in the news recently because Chip Mixer had um, been investigated and there was um, a uh, investigation that led to the taking down of the Chip Mixer, uh, which is a type of crypto um, mm. board that they had. And mm -hmm. and uh, they came in and, and brought it down and, and indicted someone, I believe, for that. And so that is by all means an example of what we see, you know, currently. Also, we understand that um, uh, for the banks that have just run into some troubles, um, if the FDIC is looking at them and they're looking at a potential buyer of those banks to bail them out, uh, they're apparently scrutinizing heavily whether that bank has any associations with crypto and whether they're going to um, prevent them from having those relationships going forward. In other words, a condition of buying out that bank is that they, they're not involved in the cryptocurrency, virtual currency market. Even though the cryptocurrency has been out for a little while, mm -hmm. but it's still new for people. People right. have to be careful. Yeah, uh, yeah 100%. I think anything novel you want to be careful about and anything that, that sounds too good to be true. We've talked mm -hmm. about this. Correct. So the too good to be true might be someone says to you, you can do this and you don't have to report it for tax purposes. I think you always want to gut check that and make darn sure that that statement can flush out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You heard him, folks. Be careful. Ask the expert. If you don't have an accountant, have an accountant if you need it. And if you need more help, ask a tax lawyer. Let him go through all your paperwork if you have complicated things. And it includes digital assets and cryptocurrency. You can call him at 877-647-7887. Again, that number is 877-647-7887. Or you can email him at stuftx at cplsba.com or you can uh, check the website at privatecorporatecouncil.com and you can find uh, under professionals you'll go to uh, T. Scott Tufts and you, if you have any questions uh, contact him thank you and have a wonderful day